Welcome to Building a Life of Prayer with Pastor David Beatty of River Oaks Community Church, taking you through the prayers of the Bible so that you can grow in your confidence and enjoyment of prayer. Thank you for joining me today as we talk about building our prayer lives. We're going to be looking at the prayer ministry of the Apostle Paul. The Apostle Paul was one of the greatest people of prayer whose accounts are given us in Scripture. And today I'm going to be looking at Romans chapter 1. The book of Romans is the most theological of the Apostle Paul's letters in our New Testament, and Paul wrote 13 of our New Testament letters. I'm going to be reading the first 12 verses of Romans chapter 1. Paul, a servant of Christ Jesus called to be an apostle, set apart for the gospel of God, which he promised beforehand through his prophets and the Holy Scriptures concerning his son, who was descended from David according to the flesh and was declared to be the son of God in power, According to the spirit of holiness by his resurrection from the dead, Jesus Christ our Lord, through whom we have received grace and apostleship to bring about the obedience of faith for the sake of his name among all the nations, including you who are called to belong to Jesus Christ. To all those in Rome who are loved by God and called to be saints, grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Paul continues in verse 8. First, I thank my God through Jesus Christ for all of you, because your faith is proclaimed in all the world. For God is my witness, whom I serve with my spirit in the gospel of his Son, that without ceasing I mention you always in my prayers, asking that somehow by God's will I may now at last succeed in coming to you. For I long to see you, that I may impart to you some spiritual gift to strengthen you, that is, that we may be mutually encouraged by each other's faith, both yours and mine. I'll stop there. The Apostle Paul, in the opening of his letter to the Christians at Rome, notes his prayers for them. Now, this is a pattern we'll see in other letters by the Apostle Paul. But note that he, first of all, begins by giving God thanks for the Romans. It's evident, as we read the entirety of the book of Romans, that the Apostle Paul had never visited this church in person. He very much wanted to do so. But he's praying for them. In fact, he's praying for them a lot. He says in verse 9, Without ceasing, I mention you always in my prayers. Now, if we want to learn about how to pray for people, I think we have no better model in the New Testament than the Apostle Paul. Of course, Jesus is always our first and greatest example. But the Apostle Paul, I think, follows Christ most closely. And I think there are two lessons we see in his prayer for the Romans here. Number one, we should always begin by giving thanks for the people for whom we pray. Despite their struggles, it is always appropriate to approach God with gratitude, giving thanks for the people for whom we pray. Secondly, we just don't pray one prayer for someone and stop praying. Praying for life change in others seems to call for ongoing 
persistent intercessory prayer, particularly when we're praying for someone to come to faith or we're praying for someone's spiritual growth. It seems that it's a long-term commitment for those who would be involved in intercessory prayer. Perhaps this is why later in the book of Romans, the Apostle Paul would write these words, be constant in prayer. Would you join me as we pray this day? Father, we come in the name of our Lord Jesus. We ask that you would make us people who are constant in prayer. Fill us with gratitude as we pray. Fill us with renewed devotion and faith to see your great work in the lives of those for whom you call us to pray. And we ask this in your great name. Amen.